I already did, you little fucking bitch. I recorded before you did. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Bitch Talk, starring Dylan and not me, because I'm cool. I'm not bitch. Welcome to Alpha and the Bitch. I'm the Alpha. I'm the Alpha. I'm the Alpha. I said it first. Double Alpha, then. The show where we both talk over each other, never asking No, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, no, 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 Conan, 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 Conan. Today we're talking about a man uh, who um, kills his own enemies and feels the lamentation of their women. Uh, he has beaten Tulsa Doom. He is from the Viking tribes of the woods. That's, of course, we were talking about Conan the Barbarian. Welcome, Dylan. Um, he worships the old gods and has a deep-voiced Asian friend that he met yes. on the plains. And the, all the villains are black. <laughs> all the villains are black, but they have blue eyes, which makes them aliens, according to the director. By the way, if you ever want to live a fucking life of a hero, listen to the director's commentary of Conan the Barbarian with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and John Milius, because I think they think they made a comedy. <laughs> uh john milius is fucking nuts and but it's like i john milius by the way the, is the actual the basis of walter from the big lebowski also my mm -hmm. coffee is without a, is out of reach and that is being corrected now dylan vamp well i'll just tell you a little bit about john milius there's a john milius documentary who is one of the people i watched a documentary on or didn't know anything about the man but he went to school with stanley kubrick and uh george lucas and didn't go to school with stanley Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick is much older. He went to school with Francis Ford Coppola. Coppola. Is the is the bearded asshole is who you're thinking of. You you were close with Kubrick. Wrong bearded asshole. So there was a bunch of people that obviously are like on Mount Mount Crushmore as far as 70s directors that he went to school with. John and I. Dylan and, but and I. John he and is, I. Oh, God. There you go. But Dylan he's, and I are definitely two of them. By his own words, too right wing for this lib cuck town. But like people still like him it's a very interesting documentary because it's like but it's very interesting to watch how people talk about crazy people or used to talk about crazy people in the 1970s and 80s where it's like this is just kind of a kooky guy who does some kooky things it's not affecting the world at large anyway anyway another stupid rant because me and watch john watched too many documentaries but this week we're talking about the mexican hulk hogan is he the mexican hulk hogan who knows conan one of the greatest stories of how a person gets into professional wrestling of all time is Conan. John, you're still on mute. I know I am. Uh, the, not only is he the Mexican Hulk Hogan, he Hulk Hogan should now be the American Conan for how much better Conan's life has become. First of all, started wrestling uh, by... My favorite type of wrestler, by the way, is the wrestler who does not like wrestling, got into it because a guy asked them to and or were bodybuilder and uh, then becomes the most passionate person about wrestling. So Conan, who, by the way, was born Carlos Santiago Espada Mois in 1964 in Cuba. What? Uh, uh, relocated to South Florida. Um, uh, was formally adopted by his stepfather, who changed his name to Charles Ashenoff. And, oh, boy, was that a um, prophetic name. Because let me tell you who likes to jack off. That's Charles Ashenoff. Mm -hmm. uh, he went on to be a bodybuilder and a boxer because it, it was the 80s. Oh, boy. Did he live in San Diego and join the Navy? Yes, he did. He was a boxer. I assume was a very bad soldier and didn't listen to anyone. Was deployed <laughs> to the Middle East in 1983. You know what happens in the 80s? Conan does cocaine on a naval ship. Uh, then he heads on over to um, did you the know what Persian he did? Gulf. Did you know what he did in 1983, though, when he went to the Middle East? Uh, he was deployed to Beirut uh, after the U.S. embassy bombing. Um, mm. and, and I believe, what else? I believe it was bombed in, in October. Yeah, and you know what yeah. he did. 
He fucking said, uh, I'm not in stand-up comedy, so bombing doesn't hurt me. And everyone was like, what are you actually talking That's about? That's good He's stuff. Like, Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. He met a little man named Bin Laden, and he taught him some things. To tell you yeah, that. He, he met a man named Osama Bin Laden, and he was like, here's the key to success. Just keep trying. Also, what yeah. if He was um, like, I'm going to call mine Al-Qaeda, and then Conan was like, sweet, I'm going to call mine the filthy animals. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have the same goal, by the way, which is total domination of the United States. And also <laughs> yeah, Conan Jihad. just tried to do it just through. Just very different religions. Yeah. Um, of course, Osama Bin Laden is doing trying to establish, I believe, a caifite. Caifite? can't remember what the word is um and uh control magical powers through radical islam uh or something by the way all that information was uh stuff that a guy in a bus station told me in 2014 about what osama bin laden's plans really were and i've always quietly just believed that for example this man who was missing all these teeth none of the top teeth what a fucking weirdo explain to me that uh osama bin laden believes in a type of radical islam which means he gets super magical powers and can lift that meteor in saudi arabia and crush his enemies and i've always been like i don't think this guy's telling the truth but i believe this now because it makes the world so much more fun and conan believes the same thing by the way i pronounce conan the wrestler the same as conan o'brien i know i've learned that or conan wcw I will say this, if they switched roles just once, that would have been a fun Saturday. Oh my god, what a great show that would be. Welcome to Light, uh, Late Night with Conan from the NWO. Viva la raza. Late Night with K-Dog. Oh my god, so much just weed smoking. Oh la la. And then everyone oh. yells it back. Now that's a fucking talk show, not some fucking bitch yeah. ass redhead coming paint. out and be like, ooh, I can read. Yeah, I went to Harvard and also I'm fun, kind of, but too rich. Here's how you do steroids. Here's how you fuck. Yeah. Here's how you smoke weed. Shut the fuck up. All right, you have I guests did. on. He has guests on, but then he, he only talks. They, and then they, and then they sit there quietly and then he goes, Get out of here, Tom Hanks. And then another, and then usually second segment, they'd have an attractive actress in where he rates her body parts, then loudly talks about women he's had sex with that were more attractive than then, which is a real good move. And then she also leaves in silence. Stand-up comedian comes on. He also does what he thinks their act would be. Perfect one-and-a-half show. What I really like about... Um, uh, the idea of stand-up comedy and wrestling being almost the same is yes. I've worked with the Conan the Conan equivalent Me? in stand-up comedy, which is the guy that was he was so big in a big in a small market, like he was the biggest comedian in Swe- uh, in Sweden or whatever the fuck. Oh Comes yes, to a slightly bigger Magnus. market. Exactly. Comes to a slightly bigger market is super nice. Helps a bunch of people like get through, but at the same time, it's kind of like I don't know, whatever. You know what I mean? Well, I'll just keep doing it because he's bored and fun. Uh, Virginie Fortin is also like that. Very big in uh, Quebec. Virginie Fortin is very much like that. Very, very, a lot of times. very funny, very, very funny comedian. And uh, she just is like, I'm going to do this in English because uh, I don't know. I, don't I got a ton of money. It was like she, her doing Edinburgh and everyone's like, why did you do that? And then her being too polite to be like, I don't know how to say this politely, but like if I wanted you dead, your parents wouldn't even question it. That's how much money I have. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll just I can, bury you in singles, baby. We're going to talk about a very funny anecdote that involves her off mic because I'm not going to tell it on mic, but off mic. So funny. So Ooh, funny. Maybe we should, maybe we should call our Patreon extra where we talk about whatever off mic. Oh, Ooh. what's the, what's edgy. the most shitty <laughs> podcast extra name after Mike. Call it after, after Mike. Mike. Oh fuck! After Mike sounds 
awful. Welcome mm. to Wrestler Review After Mike. Ooh. We're just going to talk about salads we had. Anyway, did you uh, know this? You know this? Take that, first of all. Remain. Take Whoa, that, John. I want to sit on that. I want to sit on it. Yeah, that's what the K-Dog standed for in Conan was Kale. Kale Dog. How back on track, me, baby. I want you to tell me how he got into wrestling. I want you to tell me because I know. And I. it's just... He meets a man named John Roberts, which already sounds like a made-up name. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Go ahead. He beat the shit out of some guy in a street fight after a basketball game in San Diego. A man showed up. This is my favorite part. The man had a title on him and was like, I'm a championship wrestler. You look like a championship wrestler. Let's get you some fucking matches, bro. And then Conan was like, yes, okay. Followed this crazy person to a second location, and it made him a millionaire. When else has this happened in the world? If you ever, 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 ever really think about it, there are corporate jobs, and then there are the kind of jobs that we're in, which I like to call carnival show business jobs, which is how do you get that job when it's like, basically, you have to find a room or a guy. And though that guy will take you to the room or the room will be like in this room, you can perform and it'll be filled with people that you would be like, oh, my God, all these pornographers seem to live with their parents and smoke. And you'd be like, those are comedians. <laughs> those people are actually your betters and colleagues. You're like one of them is full on just wearing different shoes. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't know it. And it's like he does not know it. He stole both of those individual shoes. Now, learn the art. Learn the art. And bear in mind, mm. most of these people, much later on during a pandemic, will very much be against the vaccine. And they oh, will yeah. very much still be in your social media. Oh, Enjoy yeah. Enjoy it. This is the, my favorite thing about how Conan gets into wrestling. Is It's almost exactly like if someone's car was broken on the side of the road, so you pulled over to fix, help them fix it, you fixed it, and then a guy out of the mist showed up who was dressed as a mechanic and said, you seem like a pretty fucking good mechanic. I'm a mechanic too. I'll take you to this place where we're all mechanics. That is that once he gets to the actual place with the real mechanics, they're like, what are you doing with that guy who fucks cars? And he's like, oh, shit. No, but then they'd be like, We'll give you a job interview anyway. Also, you're a mechanic now. Like, that's how it worked out. Because they yeah, basically see Actually, him. They, they were like, why are you with that weirdo? And he's like, do I go? And they're like, no, 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 no. We no, you're know why you're with that jacked weirdo. as fucking hell. Yeah, you're hot. Come on. Because it's like, this is also, um, where does he get into wrestling exactly? Is it in Mexico? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in Mexico. He's in Tijuana. And uh, this is the other, this is the golden thing about the 80s. No emails yet. You just have to be an insane person who shows up, asks for a job. He shows up, asks for a job. He's jacked as hell. That's the other thing about Conan that we don't really think about is the man swole and like 90s swole. And the other thing that's brilliant about, I mean, this is just genetics, but he does a bunch of steroids. But some people do steroids and they look like uncomfortably big. Conan no, like just looks like out. great. It was very smart. What I think it was was Conan. Was he looks like an old school uh, strongman where it's all chest. Here's what I. What, here's what I can explain. What it is is I bet you what explain it was it. was he's doing steroids and going to the gym, but he was also smoking mad weed. So I guarantee he's hitting the carbs. Oh so no, he, he didn't just... start smoking weed until his hip surgery. Apparently, in like uh, the late 2000s, and you can, as as Chris oh, Robinson really? says in the research, you can tell when he starts smoking weed. Oh, I thought he was always on the gun. So Conan. It's a weird thing because there definitely was a pivot point where I and this is going to sound silly because and I mean, I don't even think we should say the guy's name anymore because literally my social media feeds full of it. And I feel like it's only because like of our joint Internet feeds that we see this man's name a lot. But like 
I listened to an MLW podcast of his in like the early 2000s or early 2010s. Mm-hmm. There was a pivot point for him where he literally may have been able to become like the Latin Joe Rogan because he's so broy and so funny. Like he listening to him was a lot like listening to like Patrice O'Neill, where it's like yeah. this guy's saying was, he, crazy shit, but it's like he's so likable that I'm like, that's ah, Conan. Like, who cares? What it is is he's an incredibly charming, well-spoken moron. That's what's yeah. really funny about him. He's, he's just a, a meathead. He's a meathead, but he's it's an, like exactly. No... He's an incredibly intelligent, dumb guy. There, no one talks about this, yeah. but especially in the bro world, there is the like that guy would have been super smart. He just didn't read any books. So that same level of intellect has been applied to trying to fuck women, types of cars, and things to yell at people when you drive by them. Like it's that same level of incredible charm. So fun, so interesting, and then you're just like, but he has no base of knowledge, but he has the confidence as if he does have base of knowledge. So, like, Conan, it feels like to Conan, his opinions are facts. So, like, that's why Conan will say crazy shit. That's very shit. funny. His opinions are... Well, and this is the other thing about Conan. He's totally the type of guy who will be like, here's how you pick up girls, not realizing, like, he himself is jacked and has a lot of money. So it's like whatever you say after that, and was on TV in the nineties. Like the other thing, whatever is you like, say after that, you're like you're already, you're already like you're you already know how you pick up girls. Game. If you want, this is Conan's advice for being picking up girls. You want to be, pick up girls, become with friends with Kevin Nash in 1997. That's basically his actual advice for picking up women. You want to pick up women, um, be on, be on one of the most, be on the most watched television show on cable. In the late '90s, for two years, that's what I did. That's like you understand, like yeah. people, because because of the WWE's weird way of counting it and how they really discount. It, WCW beat the shit out of the WWF for two years and got like a five share, which means five percent of the televisions in America were watching Nitro at the time. Do you like actual thing? I think that that's what that metric is, and that's so many people. And it's like looking back on Nitro. If you watch an old Nitro, it's like weirdly like this is gonna sound silly, but some of it's like perfect wrestling. And what I mean by that is it's a bit edgy, so it's not boring, but also it's not like straight up WWE Attitude Era. We're gonna fucking light a girl on fire because she tried to marry the same sex. No, <laughs> and, no, there, like there is a post. NWA debuts and is part of it, and they are the perfect wrestling show, which was ninety-seven is what hipsters oh like. My yeah, ninety-seven God, is so Bret good. Hart, Bret Hart WWF is great. Bret Hart had to leave because you can only, you know what I mean. Bret Hart would just been in the right to censor if he would have stayed. Essentially, he would have just been. He would have been in the corporation. Is what it would have been. It would never have worked. Actually, it never would have worked. Yeah, because he's not. Um, like we we talked about this a million times, but Bret Hart is the perfect NWA champion. He just was in the yeah WWF. exactly. Like Bret Hart is who they wanted Ric Flair to be. Like Ric Flair is still too much personality and had too many questions and wanted like Ric Flair occasionally wanted to go home. Like it was once every three years, but Bret Hart, if you literally be like Bret, you don't ever need to go to your house, and he's like, that's great, good. I don't, I'm don't even change <laughs> out of your ring gear, and he's like, that's even better. I will burn my clothes. Hey, how about this? Uh, instead of the belt, can I just uh, cheat on my wife? I mean, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. have the belt too. No, that's awesome. I'd, ra- I'd really just rather cheat on my wife. Like to to be clear, the main thing I want to do is cheat. And they were like, no, we get it. No matter what, you can cheat on your wife. He's like, as long as that's happening, as long as that's happening. <laughs> I just cannot stress enough how much I want to cheat on my wife. Anyway, 
uh, Conan is taken on as like this, like like they have huge um, they have huge expectations of him because he is trained by Rey Mysterio Senior, Super Astro, Negro Cassis, and Eddie Guerrero. What would you say? N-word Cassis. Okay. He also used to glean information from old shooters by bringing beers and getting them drunk. That's a really funny thing. Like, yeah, I got, I a, can only I got brought imagine... a guy a six-pack, and he told me to never look a chick in the eyes because then you give them the power. Imagine what El Santo or Mil Mascara are just drunk. Like, the two, like no one has a good thing to say about either of those wrestlers. Imagine they've had eight beers, and Conan's like, yeah. and so what happens when you drop kick? I'll tell you what happens. You win the match, and then you're starring eight movies in France, and guess what? You fuck whoever your sister brings home. You're like, what? Do you have a sister? No. A very important thing about professional wrestling is if you show your cock to a cashier and yours is bigger than theirs, they have to give you all the food for free. The thing you got to remember about me is I have, in fact, fucked a whale. Me, Harley Race, <laughs> and that guy, John McAfee, we trapped a whale, and I fucked it. Also I redid all family. the book Moby Dick, except for I fucked that whale. Uh, you know the book Moby Dick? I did that. I fucked a whale, but I also fucked it with a wooden stick, meaning I may have. Also, I am not a wrestler. I am John Roberts, the guy who got Conan into wrestling. This is oh, also yeah. how crazy wrestling is. I guarantee that fan has gone to conventions with a banner that said the guy who got Conan into wrestling. Yeah, the guy's nuts. It'd be great if like Brock Lesnar guy or Vlad the WWE fan was like, and that's how I found I don't um, know, Drew McIntyre or whatever. Anyway, early part of his career. Let me also ask you this about Vlad, the WWE superfan. What Anything. do you why why do you think the WWE has delayed his documentary being released? Uh, because I mean, clearly now, I mean, we can say that you were right, they were leaning down to try and sell. They're clearly leaning down or something because like they're literally like just firing absolutely everyone. Oh yeah, my god, like, where else did they do that? There's some fucking, uh, was it Genghis Khan who used to do that? Would like make you kill, he would make people like kill, fuck, who is it? It's a historical figure, but they would make someone kill everyone in their army once they were conquered and then just kill them at the end. And that seems like WWE is doing a Triple H where they're like making him, they're literally, fi as we've released this episode, they fired William Regal, they fired Alice in Danger. Basically they fired like, everyone in their developmental because they're like i guess not happy with how people wrestle yeah um, well what they're basically what they're not happy with and i could see this is wait so you started nxt this is how vince mcmahon i think views nxt and we'll get back to conan you started nxt nxt they came on to raw they didn't work on raw with our product they've gone on to form their own company that's now beating us in the demos tear it the fuck down that's what vince that mcmahon's perspective is and Triple H is going, yeah, that wouldn't be happening if you had just been nice to two of these guys. Well, yeah, and it makes sense because it's like, okay, well, it sounds silly, but they, um, why would we have a third brand that's trying to do something that this company is clearly going to do better than us? So just abandon that third brand and make it purely developmental. Like, it makes sense to me where it's like, we're trying to make candy bars. It These does, guys are already no, better at making candy bars, so let's just stick to pizzas. Yeah, yeah, but what you're doing is you're not including the time where um, um, uh, you're not including the time um, of the fact when NXT was AEW, when NXT was the gold star in well, that's Super what I mean, Indie. Though. 
No, no, but hang on. But all they had want- to do is all they had to do was maintain that. They basically the W the way you're presenting it is that they maintained NXT the way they was. AEW came along. AEW's existence affected how NXT was operating. The WWE fundamentally changed how NXT operated, ergo making it not as good of a de- developmental territory as it had been operating, mm-hmm. and are then being like, that's AEW's fault. It's like, no, all of this is the WWE's fault in the way that I get, and watch me bring this back to Conan. Conan! I guarantee Conan has a lot of bitterness about how he has never been included in the WWF uh, or really isn't going to probably be brought into AEW, and that is because he is a bit hard to work with and has some definite opinions, and he's going to do it his way. For example, he is Max Moon in WWF. I know we're jumping around a lot, well, but we only have an star. hour. Like he's um, who would you say Conan's like? He's the weirdest thing. He has, he's he has too Magnus much Bettner's... value for himself to treat him to to base himself and do what they fucking. He would have been in the Mexicals if they brought him into WWE. And he's Absolutely. not going to do that shit. It's it's also it's like he's, he's like a comedian. Conan, bro. For the, I've seen this so many times. There's just really big comedians in other countries or other markets moving to the big main market, i.e., like the north of England to London, another European country to London, other uh, Canada to L.A. All of that, and there's just certain guys that are like, "Nah, I just I'm not humbling myself to get that much further ahead." My, I, they feel that their worth is a straight on straight transference. And in wrestling, it's like, "No, you were really big in Mexico. You're an unproven commodity in the U.S. Go down." And he sort of does in WCW, but he never is gonna be. So, then he like gets pr- very over in WCW, and then just assumes he's at that level for the rest of time. Well, he gets a fuckload of money in WCW and then also is in, which is how you make money in entertainment. He's becomes into the production side of Mexican That's wrestling. That's the big thing with him. So why would you reason. go backwards? Well, go backwards to get ahead. I mean, when you have 75, some people, when they have 75 cents, don't want to risk just doing the dollar and going back down to 50 cents. He's good with 75 cents, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I don't think he's good with it. I think he d- thinks he deserves more, but he's just this is what I get. Plus, he got into podcasting. Like this dude, like this dude, he pivoted correctly. I mean, and... not only did he get into podcasts, he also, in fact, messaged the Wrestler Review to ask the Wrestler Review to follow his podcast, which always mm-hmm. will be wild. And I do. <laughs> yeah, he's got a follow about. Good for him. He's fucking smart guy. People think you mess Conan's messaging you, and it's just some like you know twenty year old who he's not paying. Good for him. Oh, he's definitely like I. This, let me say this right now about Conan. And I know this say more it. than anything. He has definitely not paid some people he was supposed to pay. Like <laughs> one hundred and fifty million percent. That guy has been like, "What? No, I don't pay people." Like, and his excuse is, "I just yeah. don't pay people." But you're jacked. It's 1990. Um, he starts wrestling for no, sorry, 89. He starts wrestling for Stampede Wrestling. That gets him right onto the radar of WCW. He starts what working for WCW for a couple Smith minutes. Smith Hart said to Conan, because there is no way any of the Hart brothers knew what a person from Latin America was. Like, there's no way. Let alone like, San Stu, Diego. Like, I guarantee Stu kept trying to just tell Conan to take a bath. Like, it, it, what's wrong <laughs> with your complexion? Like, you grew. I'm actually like, from I, San Diego. Oh, that's crazy. I've been to Argentina. I've Have you had the Mexican yeah. dish? Argentina's uh, in Mexico, right? You need, yeah. Do they have hot dogs there? I heard hot dog is a Mexican <laughs> dish. Actually, I'm from Cuba, which is in fact not Mexico. And, uh, anything that isn't Calgary, I assume, is Mexico. I was just <laughs> 
Did you? Know I think that I think Stu Hart probably loved him because he saw a guy who did steroids but only did back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's the... how you build a body. Just the oh. Back. By the way, if anyone is looking for the craziest pay-per-view of all time, I have found it. It's called Slamboree 1993, mm-hmm. The Legends Reunion. There is a full-on match between Nick Bockwinkle and Dory yep. Funk Jr. in 1993. Don't they do it in black and white as well? No, that's in 1994 they do the match. Okay. They do Wahoo McDaniel and Dick Slater, I believe. But Dick Slater is on a team with Snooperfly, Jimmy Snuka, and Don Morocco. And Don Morocco looks visibly uncomfortable in the ring. Like, as he's walking to the ring, he's you can see his face. He's like, ah, fuck, why am I with these guys? And they are, oh, my God, it's the best pay-per-view of all time. Uh, because you know what you get more than anything? Johnny Valentine. You get Johnny Valentine doing color commentary for a full match, and it is wild. Let me say that when Conan and all of them talk about, like, how difficult it is for any wrestler in the back who's a uh, like a Mexican wrestlers in WCW, uh, black wrestlers who were in WCW, the treatment they get. You watch that pay-per-view and you're like, I get it. Like, holy shit. Like, just the way that they're conducting themselves on the microphone, the way they speak to Missy Hyatt, you're like, these old school wrestling legends are literal monsters. That Like, I know why the KKK attendance dropped. All of these men are dead. So it's that other oh, thing. Yeah. Of, and I also the get training Conan. of Conan. We should we should yeah. talk about the training as well. Is that Conan comes in and he's basically like he's this big muscly boxer guy, and his training is basically like let's kill him because he's different. Well, they they um, first thing obviously they fracture his hip. Keep in mind he's had hip replacement surgery, and gave him a concussion, and then he came back. Like you, you know how crazy that is. Or it's like, hey, oh, you want you want to join? You'd want to just join the post office? Here's five letter openers that are in your cock hole. Fucking come back yeah, exactly. if you really want it, bitch. It's basically like, oh, you want to be a teacher? First off, survive this school shooting. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 oh, fucking, we got these kids on Riddle and Anblow. We gave them a bunch of, anyway. But yeah. you know, how weird teach it is. Teach and duck. Teach and duck. Just oh, wrestlers are like as. Un, it's like they're all not comfortable with what they have to do for or this was 80s and 90s wrestlers just all had to prove something like see wrestling is cool fuck you if you fucking it's not fake look i just yeah. shot a guy it's like every wrestler acts like right before that they the camera turned on for their uh heartfelt interview a girl just went wrestling like that's how they yeah, all yeah, yeah. come across yeah like they're exactly just, they're like uh actually it's really hard like you're like yeah, yeah, yeah. i can tell it looks pretty difficult no you don't even fucking know and it's like yeah no i can tell I, it's, it's so fucking bizarre if you were to truly truly make the greatest heel in professional wrestling history it would just be a pretty girl who's 19 on her phone going oh <laughs> shut oh up my- already and then the entire I- arena oh would start God. weeping for the first hour yeah. and the last 30 minutes they would plot to kill her but then by then she's gone and the last half hour is them just drawing up plans on how to get her i guarantee by the way that if you want to hear a pop louder than the road warrior pop if that girl's just in the ring texting and it's a full 30 minutes on raw of just her like what mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then the greatest it, uh, heel in wrestling history. Yeah, someone brought is, their daughter. Yeah, someone brought their daughter, and one wrestler asked what she thought of the show thus far. <laughs> if, if, you want to know how that show? Well, you guys have like bad part? skin and limps. Well, yeah. it's hard to live like this. Yeah. Why do? Why are your nipples all bigger than the nipples I've seen? Yeah, before? exactly. How Make dare it, you? 
making fun of a guy in a singlet perfect oh my god yeah i didn't are your calves I was, like underdeveloped or something do you yeah. ever like do exercises on that oh fuck why it. why is the waist of your trunk so high is that on purpose <laughs> yeah but i'll tell you how that that heel would create the biggest boom in wrestling all you need to do is have her on television for half an hour and at the very end of it just hear banana banana yeah. oh my god the entire every Every the entire everyone in the arena would drown from the amount of cum that would shoot out of the fan <laughs> in that moment. Um, All of the fans need to calm down. We're drowning in cum. We're drowning in cum. So, like two years into wrestling, Conan debuts at Starcade, teaming with Rey Mysterio Sr. Um, this was WCW had this weird like um, country-based tag team tournament. Um, so, like Norman Smiley and Chris Adams were uh, British team. Obviously, Conan Rey Mysterio Senior are the Mexican team, and that was part of the Pat O'Connor Memorial Tag Team Tournament. Sorry, Pat O'Connor Memorial, yeah, International uh, Cup Tag Team Tournament. Well, that's a mouthful, and that was the winner got a date with Pat O'Connor's widow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And who won? Who won? Steiner Brothers. Steiner Brothers, they later murder that women w- mm. widow with their with her with their dicks. She we just ripped in. her a bit. We ripped her with our yeah, car. We ripped her with our car. We ripped her with four, with four bullets to her fucking head. It's a rib. Uh, I, I don't know why they uh, got all mad about those kids in Columbine ripping their schoolmates. Uh, I just want to let you know we just ripped that old woman by taking a yeah. shit in her tush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> January 6th broke in and tried to rip Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Steiner Brothers House of Ribs and also we're show me. Here's a rib. You ordered food. I just fucking showed you my dick. Oh, I'm man. Oh, yeah. Just if you finish this 72-ounce porterhouse, then you don't have to show us your dick. The trick's on you. I want to see your fucking dick anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Rick Steiner's Rick Steiner's um, kid is now the NXT champion, and I hope, I hope to God that he gets like a a a youth yeah. in wrestling like Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar. Just a just a series of crimes that child is going to be able to commit just because he's oh jacked, and Vince McMahon's going to be like, he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, uh, do you understand how weird that kid's text message exchange with it? I just want to know if there were any fans there that just fuck you and then you kill them. (laughs) (laughs) You imagine the fact that like now that they have a link to the Steiners, because I guarantee I guarantee the reason he's named Braun Breaker is because it's like, why? Why don't you use the Steiner name? It's like because of Google, because then they'll Google him and be like, wait a minute. This guy's dad took a shit in a widow's car and then she sat in the shit and then he just shot her in the head with a gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I ribbed you. And then Bill Watts was like, no, it's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee people know they Rick, can't fuck Rick with him. Steiner is now a real estate agent. And I just assume they walk. Oh, <laughs> I'm a dog face gremlin. If you don't buy this house, I've already burned down your other house. This house is yours. Oh, yeah. What? I like the I like the idea of Rick Steiner because part of a real estate agent, obviously, you have to prepare the house to be seen. And it's, it's Rick Steiner just, just leaves a bunch of fucking. Yeah, it's just a bunch of porn. And then <laughs> shit. it's a bunch of porn and fucking Slim Jims not in the package, just on the ground. Get it all yeah. fours. Yeah. 
Eat the meat. Eat the meat. It's dry meat. <laughs> Whoever eats all the meat gets to pay me my commission, even though I'm not selling you the house. We got a toilet to shit in and a toilet to jack off in. No pissing. That's for the lawn. <laughs> yeah. No sluts. No sluts. No sluts. <laughs> um, who's that man chanting no sluts on the, ma- on the on the lawn of that three-bedroom colonial? Oh, that's the real estate agent. He's very good. Oh, my God. Someone's bled in the pool the entire pool is actually filled with my blood i'm scott steiner rick's brother and i just live here yeah if someone tries to roll up in a volvo he just doesn't let them in the house nope (laughs) can't buy it yeah yeah exactly if someone showed up in a honda civic and he just kept making what he thought were nuclear bomb noises and then refused to let them in the in the house sorry not welcome (laughs) i saw the first half of movie i really liked american history x Yeah. Anyway, by that I mean the second half. I only watched the second half. It was the best part, <laughs> not the ending though. Just the good parts, the wholesome parts in the prison. I like that. I'm Merck So this is good because um, Conan begins, and I. Uh, so here's how I was always assumed Conan's career went. Started in Mexico. The whole thing we hear about where he's Mexican Hulk Hogan moves on to WCW. Then I forgot about Max Moon. He comes into Max Moon. I thought Max Moon was like a quick sojourn, but really, it's like he has like a oddly modern WWE experience where it's like they sign him. He's on the bench for a while while they prepare his gimmick. They finally put him on TV. It sucks, and they get rid of him because he's the it's Comet fr- Kid, and then they rename yeah. him Max Moon, and he's supposed to be from the future. The one thing I want to sort of clarify, which I found confusing in the research, was was the Comet Kid his idea? Because the research kind of implies he was like, I don't know, I'm like a future cool guy. And they were like, an alien from the future that's a robot. Uh, No? Okay. No, Vince saw this thing, wanted someone for it, and was like, let's get this jacked dude because we want him to be like a high-flying superhero. Oh, yeah. Remember, high-flying in the early 90s is he does some fucking arm drags. Yeah, high flying in the like. Bear in mind, Two Cold Scorpio is considered a high flyer, and he does he all he does is just the. Um, Let's not talk shit about Two Cold Scorpio. Flash. I will he talk does so fucking, much shit about Two Cold. Two Cold Scorpio shit still stands up. No, but his only high flying moves were a drop kick or like that amazing um, ten eighty splash. What was the splash he did? Dude, did he, he did a, dude, he did a Phoenix splash. He did like a double moonsault into a leg shooting. drop. Yeah, shooting star. Like he was at like, but he if had anything, three. him and Rob Van Dam should have been the team. Here's my fucking clarification, you little. ECW fuck. had the top Shots? three charismatic the high ah. flyers who would definitely break your jaw, which Go were ahead. Rob Van Dam, Two Cold Scorpio, and Sabu. The fact that we've agreed to this makes it pro wrestling, but the fact that I don't know the end part where you don't get hurt, you're just going to get your jaw broken, makes it pretty sweet for the audience. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, they, bear in mind all three of those men. How? How do they make it look so good? They're hurting you. They're trying to hurt you. They're Two hurting you, and they're so high. Oh, like like they are me yesterday reading this research high, which I did read, and as I'm reading it over again, I'm having that weird sensation. I don't know if any of you have ever had, where you're like, I recognize all these words, but man, not a memory. Kind of a, like a, the, I yeah. remember remember reading it. I am surprised the Two Cold Scorpio never had a match where it's like, Joey Styles is like, oh my god, he's stopped and is just staring and thinking about existence. He's scared and he taps out. Tuchel Scorpio yeah. got too much. He just oh, did too much. 
Oh my God, Rob Van Dam has left the ring and he sat down and then he just remembered he's at a wrestling match and he's back in the match. <laughs> Show yeah, that's God. why they couldn't do countouts at ECW because RVD would sometimes just forget he was in a wrestling match yeah, and start yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to sleep. Yeah, Sa- Sabu tried to make a Monte Cristo sandwich during a triangle match <laughs> with uh, Sandman and Terry Funk. Yeah, that's why he did hardcore matches. It was the only way he could always remember he was in a wrestling yeah. match. Instead, he just just started. He just walked to the back and like Sabu is going backstage with Terry Funk. He's picking up a phone. Yes, he is ordering a pizza. He's asking yeah. Terry what he wants on it. Terry's <laughs> upset. This Saturday night at the ECW Arena, Rob Van Dam's George Foreman grill finally arrives. Does he make <laughs> a chicken parm panini first, or does he make a chicken pesto parm, which is my preferred parm as long as it's yeah. um, a preferred panini as long as it's on ciabatta bread? We'll find out this week at the ECW Arena. After that, Kimono Wanaleu is murdered by Big Dick Dudley <laughs> in the George Foreman grill. Rick Steiner buries a woman alive. No match. Yeah. Rick Steiner yells, uh, uh, Ken and Barbie killers ain't got nothing on me. Last <laughs> goes into the locker room. ECW needs to take a couple of days off because we have eight dead wrestlers. <laughs> so, yeah, he's, um, the weird thing is basically he's in development in WWE for a year. He goes to CMLL. Um, he is a masked wrestler for this time. And when he really gets over, is uh when he loses his mask in 1991 and there's a young guy introduced as conan's brother who enters the ring crying covers conan's face with his hands after conan removes his mask and then conan states this is uh when he got really super over mm-hmm. and then he's um loves money so in january of 92 he's this is the great thing about conan is that he is He's a varied enough act and a, a charismatic enough performer that he can essentially use the world like it's a territory in the early 90s. Think about it. This guy's been wrestling for like four years. He's been in Mexico and both major U.S. promotions already, and he's already been unmasked in Mexico, which he says got him over huge. It's, it's wild. And you know a guy's good when a guy can become a professional wrestler and he doesn't know anyone like he, he his family aren't in wrestling because that's one yeah, of the unspoken just, things about wrestling is it's like it's just it's like the mob you have to be kind it's of like anything yeah but and now it's different because i everyone was always grandfathered in because um because they were worried people would tell the secrets of wrestling and now you don't have to worry about that so no it's, it's more just, just like five, this is really guys. yeah this is just really weird to learn so why would you learn it and they're like cuz i don't I don't have anywhere else to go. Or yeah, or you learn it for seven hundred bucks, and then that turns out that guy just took seven hundred bucks for you. Mm-hmm. Like that's um, like most things. To be real, what is really crazy about Conan is uh, Conan. By the way, also is that like he's so big in Mexico, all of this sort of stuff. But he's again one of those guys that basically his career has this weird kind of like fork in the road, which is. Eric Bischoff taking control of WCW because without Eric Bischoff taking control of WCW, Eric Bischoff is just a wrestling guy with a subtle business mind, which is, Hey, we need to compete against WWE. WWE is a, like a, an entire everything unto itself. If we use the combined powers of all the international wrestling consortiums and also bring in different styles of wrestling, my product will be different, which it leads to working relationships with, I think first new Japan, and also with CMLL or and AAA, which leads to 
when worlds collide this pay-per-view which i remember them advertising and they may the, the no one talks about this but wcw in the middle late early and mid 90s could really sell a wrestling pay-per-view to people with no context like they would call it a cool name for kids they would animate it in such a way where you're like what the fuck like and like like they made it seem like Conan, Conan, the Mexican heavyweight champion. Like they really fucking sold yeah. who's going on. It's where we get Mike Tanay. It's where we get Conan was this super successful pay-per-view, which you, by the way, can't find on the network. I didn't really look for it anywhere else, but I would love to see it. Um, And it launches basically um, the career of all those luchadors in WCW. And Eric Bischoff very cleverly goes, how do I stand out from WWF? I know I'll have a bunch of the most insanely good, high-flying, amazing, high-impact wrestling ever, and wrestling has never recovered from that. Now, Kevin Sullivan claims he thought of it because he's like, I always think of wrestling like it's the circus and they need to get the acrobats, but I, I'm i inclined to believe it was both of them and just one of them came up with the other the idea and the other one was like, my idea, because they're both It doesn't seem like people. that hard of an idea to be like, it doesn't hey, until you realize some... it took them so long to figure this out. Like they were yeah. like it basically what it was was like what do we, how do but wrestling involves promos. Not this wrestling. Okay. Like that's the one thing is they yeah. the Cruiserweight Village outside of Eddie Guerrero they're just like no promos because they don't speak English for the most part. It's also part. 3 I, hours. Yeah. Hey, there's 3 hours. Why don't we get some luchadors? Sure. Mm-mm. At the beginning they were just on Nitro. Like Nitro used to be. Nitro was one hour at this point. Mm. Nitro didn't even exist at this point. Like the the Luchadors were on Saturday Night. Like they were brought in slowly and then just became such a part of the product because they did the thing that American wrestling never does, but you absolutely need to do and makes it so much more enjoyable to watch. Which is just give every match a storyline and a purpose always. These people are yeah. cruiserweights chasing after the cruiserweight title. They don't care or want the world title. That's not the weight division they um, are in. That's that's not the weight division they're in. Like this. Yeah, and also a it's a natural it's a natural progression um, for a southern wrestling company to also include Mexico because they're close. That's right. You know what I mean? It's it's honestly it's weird. Like everything in wrestling. It's weird that they took them this long to notice Latin people. I guarantee. And by the way, and by the way, Latin guys. And huh. Vince McMahon yet to notice. Vince McMahon. <laughs> bear in mind, Vince McMahon's the biggest push he's ever made of a Latin star was fucking um, Billy engaged to Page, kidnapped the girl. Definitely going to jail. Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio. Like Rey Mysterio has been there. The whole fucking time. And they're just like, no, too short. They gave Little Ray the boy. title. Um, We're not. No, no, no. They gave no, no, Eddie no. the Shut title, the too. Fuck up. Yeah, they gave Eddie the title. I Pardon me. Eddie was pushed perfectly. What a fun title run. God, I love Eddie Guerrero. God, I hate. Um, I hated oh, yeah. what they did. They did with um, Rey Mysterio as the champion. And I loathe Alberto Del Rio. I mean, he's a loathable guy. Pardon me. Blaze you. So we'll talk quickly about some dumb, dumb things, and then we'll get back on track here. And we should take, a, take break. a break. Let's take a break right now, and then the back half of this episode, all Conan, all the fucking time. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So we'll get back in two seconds. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Just a quick break. Whoa. 
to thank you guys for donating to Patreon. If you go into patreon.com backslash wrestler review, we have many, many options, such as brand new untouched episodes. So far, we've recorded episodes about Chris Benoit, Jimmy Snuka. We took a, real, uh, a break from evil people and, and talked about one man gang and really fun people like that. That's for five bucks a month. You get access to a whole library of 40, I'm just guessing, 40 extra episodes, including some watch-alongs of Hogan Knows Best. We've done a lot of fun stuff. We're upping yeah, we our have. page. Yeah. Meow. And uh, thank you so much. 10 bucks gets you access to the video if you want to see what two ugly people look like. Everyone, come over to my place. Sleep with me. 20 and $25 gets you picking which wrestler you want us to review. Thanks so much for listening again. We love you. Lay down on a bed of roses. Yes, I did remove all the thorns. Ladies and gentlemen, the worlds have collided. And by worlds, we mean that was invented by a Turner Broadcasting executive who was like, wait a minute, we're hiring more than one Latino person? The worlds, <laughs> worlds do collide. Like, That's right. We, they are colliding. So um, Conan comes into WCW. By the way, this will be part one of part two. We're going to talk about NWO we decided Conan. That. And TNA Conan next week. Right now, we are going to focus on my favorite. The brief spell of Conan coming in, still wearing his uh, Mexican wrestling garb, mm -hmm. overtly splashy robes, also, intensely gorgeous trunks. We need to talk about something to do with the WWE if Conan run, which is he's and having Max so much Moon success Rattles. in Mexico, so he stops being Max Moon. And Basically, I think... It's yeah. the greatest reason to stop being Max Moon because he's like, I'm being very taken seriously as just a legitimate wrestler who wears a fun cape and some fun, like, fabric-created trunks. Or I could come up here to the WWF where I shoot lasers and my theme music is... I could be like, respected and people could think I'm cool and I make a bunch of money, which has more lasting I, power. Or I could just make a bunch right now and then you guys are like, wait a minute, fuck you. And he's not dumb, too, because he's like, he sees how Vince McMahon treats all... Like, because that's the famous thing about Shotgun Saturday Night, right? Is he wanted he hired a bunch of luchadors and just wanted them all to unmask on the first episode with no build. And they were mm -hmm. like, no. Yeah. Oh, my God. Him trying to make the light heavyweight division. I'm surprised that wrestling podcasting hasn't gone deep diving on how insane that is. He's like, get me Jerry Lynn. Break his kneecaps. He's the light heavyweight. <laughs> but this is why I want to say is that he stops being Max Moon, but they still have Max Moon wrestle like Max Moon wrestles on the first episode of Raw against Shawn Michaels. But that is Paul Diamond. Yeah, they just. Oh, it's the best. They yeah, literally which he also like, did with Doink, which kind of plays yeah. into everyone's like, oh, how did Vince McMahon think he could just get away with fake Diesel and fake Razor? It's like he had done this before. He just He's switches done this a the bunch gimmick. of times. The only difference is the other times they were under a mask or they yeah. weren't literally some of the most recognizable people in wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Which Two again world is why I love Vince McMahon. He's like, um, uh, uh, yeah, I can be on the Olympic team. I have thrown a hammer at my wife. I'll go in as a hammer tosser. They say, yeah. what? Yeah, just because you can promote doesn't mean you can write. Okay, everybody. But while cool. he's in AAA, uh, he has a two out of three falls match with um, Jake the Snake Roberts. And uh, Jake the Snake Roberts' heater is the warlord. And my God, this is... This is... I would give Prime all time. the money I have in my bank account right now to just mm -hmm. hear the stories of... 
from the warlord's perspective, getting Jake the Snake Roberts out of America into Mexico, oh, yeah. and then out of Mexico back into America, because I guarantee, there, I'm not even going to speculate. All I know is at some point in the telling of the story, this is the noise the warlord makes. <sighs> like, there's just no way yeah. that Conan was also a help. Like, I guarantee in the ring, one of the falls was Conan was like, Jake, look, crack. And Jake was like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, this is Jake the Snake Roberts. Like, this I is am Jake the Snake fat. Full wrestler reviewed mode. I oh, am yeah. smoking. I am eating carbs. Who has stimulants I can take? <laughs> yeah, he takes a shit in a garbage can in the ring and eats it. That's one of the falls is that he can't digest his own shit. Yeah, yeah, and actually Conan wins by just pointing out to Jake that he hasn't, uh, it's Easter and he doesn't even know one of his grandkids' names. And Jake just starts crying and then needs a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, he's really slowing it down. No, he's he's asleep and he thinks he's genuinely awake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guarantee Jake the Snake Roberts is the kind of guy that will think it's really cool that so many people put packs of cigarettes in his coffin, even though that's definitely what's killed him. <laughs> so... In 96, he becomes uh, AAA's booker, and this is pretty much like... This is wild. This is the thing that's so great, because it doesn't feel like this Conan is the same Conan now. Like, I edited a bunch of clips for social media for the rest of the review of Conan, and one of them is him and when he's managing LAX for um, Impact Wrestling when they're like on tour somewhere with Scott Demore. And the interview is two nice wrestlers being interviewed by a backstage person for this like fun sort of promotion interview. And then they throw it to Conan and he's they're literally like, So what are you gonna do about Eddie Kingston? And then Conan's literally like, Did you guys see the childish Gambino video? I am wanting pizza. And they were like, Conan, can you focus <laughs> at all? And he's just like, I am focusing. I thought we were talking about childish Gambino and pizza. And they're like, Okay. Like it's yeah, it's not the saddest slide, but it's the weirdest and kind of to me the funniest. Well, it's like at that point he doesn't need the money. I mean, like, is that what I've it already... is? Yeah, that makes me so much happier. If this is all just because he doesn't need the money, like he just is like, I think I just like hanging out with this Disco Inferno. Like, not to be a <laughs> that's so <laughs> that's that's the ultimate curse is that no matter how much money you make, you still have to hang out with hang the Disco, with Inferno. The Disco Inferno. Yeah, Don Callis will have your phone number until you're dead, K Dog, and there's just nothing you can do about it. <laughs> um, he he comes into ECW and feuds with the Sandman, which is very funny. Oh my god, this is so wild too. Because imagine you go from like you are literally the Hulk Hogan of Mexico. All of your friends, you're being brought into American companies. The company that you're going into, welcome to Philadelphia. All of the uh, white people in the company look racist, but uh, they don't have time for hate. They are too busy being technically dead from drug abuse. Yeah. They all look like they wear pants that require belts, but those belts cause them to chafe on their apron so they don't wear the belts. Yeah, exactly. Welcome to ECW, uh, where the phrase "Whose underwear is this?" is not something you want to answer because it's going <laughs> in your mouth. What? Why? I don't Live know. on the ECW arena, I can't afford underwear, so I try on Tommy Dreamers. Welcome to the ECW arena. This is a, an entire company that's based off of the fact that Paul Heyman's parents had enough money to support him owning a company. <laughs> Yeah, he squ he did a couple squash matches and then uh, quickly goes out. But obviously, the um, since he is the booker of AAA, this is why he gets a lot of the like uh, credit for basically uh, helping the luchadors 
become what they were is because he takes them into ECW, and then obviously Eric Bischoff watches ECW, discovers them, and they go into WCW, John. Uh, that is not what happened. Eric Bischoff no. just had the idea for Luchadors and mm-hmm. then willed them into existence. Oh, that's, that's true, actually. That is what happened, actually. I don't know if you know that, but everyone knows that that's the truth. Eric Bischoff invented luchador masks and everyone else and then created a backlog to make it look like luchadors um, had been uh, invented before uh, Eric Bischoff thought of them, but they didn't. He thought of them. Yeah, so stop fucking around. Yeah, also, Eric Bischoff uh, took one piece of bread and folded it over a piece of meat and then called it a burrito and then same thing. Yeah, yeah, burrito actually means Eric Bischoff sandwich in in Spanish. Yeah, Eric Bischoff sandwich. It means it's it's a bunch of, and then also he um he's the first guy to ever have worn shoes. Everyone else was just walking around. That's true. Really fucking their feet up. He also invented leather jackets and also being so fucking cool. Um, yeah. So basically, Conan comes into WCW in the mo- like in such a like it's he's in ECW. He comes into the great dump of making. ECW not or WCW not shit in 1996. Now he's a um, uh, originally comes in because he met Nancy Sullivan. Uh oh, where she traveled to Tijuana attempting to become um, psychosis Psychosis. valet. Basically, this was the time where Kevin and Nancy Sullivan just kind of left uh, mainstream wrestling and just darted around the independents and internationals. And it was kind of just Kevin Sullivan kind of just taking a break before going back and getting the book. Of WCW, one of the key parts of WCW's success, which no one talks about, is that their booker is one of the best bookers of the territories, Kevin Sullivan, who is the only wrestler ever who, during a super hot period for the company, retires so he can focus only on booking the company. That's the craziest thing. Never forget that about Kevin Sullivan. Only time I've ever seen a wrestler being like, oh, my work backstage is making it so I can't really focus on being on the in being on the in ring. Every other booker in that position was like, well, better put myself in the main event. That's the only way to protect my spot. He also Kevin stuck Sullivan out like retires. a fucking sore thumb on because it's like who's going to win no. Kevin Sullivan or Chris Benoit and then you're like clearly Chris Benoit should win. Kevin Sullivan wore, wore when Kelvin Sullivan wore does, trunks does, without knee pads and it was like here's he a guy like a, who did a, biceps like a, in the 80s. He looked like a little baby. He looked like a little baby. He did. He looked he like he was wearing a diaper and he had the thinnest very, shitty legs. He also has the smallest boots and for some reason yes. he would ju- like he just looked like he looked like your friend's dad's shitty brother trying to go for a swim but for some reason he's wearing shoes. Like I completely no. agree with you. But again, I restate. Any other booker would have been like, uh, actually, those negatives are positives. I am the champion. And it's like, what? No. <laughs> and that's the, the, the WCW Conan comes into is the, at the time, is the premier good company. Like they are. And by that, I just mean they're doing some things logically, not everything. They still have the Dungeon of Doom. But like, this is Ric Flair, Macho Man, Randy Savage feud time. The in ring work rate is very exciting. The uh, loose cannon gimmick is getting revved up um, by Brian Pillman. Like, this is a very interesting time in wrestling. Conan comes in. Welcome to Conan. He's also going back and forth from Mexico, still wrestling for AAA at this point. I get very confused. Um, but I love I love pre-Dungeon of Doom Conan because he because, comes in. Well, you remember with- what Bischoff did was he cut out house shows. So this is a still a time where Conan can 
fulfill a full-time schedule in Mexico because he has the time. All he does is TV once or twice a week, max, and he can just fly back and forth. Atlanta such a great, to Mexico. Well, such a great point. I didn't even think of that. Yes, of course, that's how they all did it. Yeah, yeah and Conan, be- same thing with TNA. The reason he's like, oh, why is Conan in TNA? It's like, well, because we're so North American-centric in our thinking, you don't think like, this guy's making most of his money in Mexico, which is why... For interviews with Impact Wrestling, he can just be like, actually, thanks for asking. I have been eating more salads lately, but I put beans in there to get extra protein. I asked you about guiding LAX to the tag titles. Yeah, okay, but I'm going to talk about the beans because the check is in the mail and I got to be on a flight soon. So I cannot talk. Do you want me to not talk? Because I could do that. Yeah, here's a couple of things you don't know about old Conan. Thing one, I am not paying attention. Thing two, who are you? Yeah, I actually invented keto when my wife left me. I just ate a bunch of cold cuts over the sink, and I got fucking jacked. So, do you know who me. Conan is? This is who. Co- Did you ever work with? I can't remember this comedian's name. He was a Canadian comedian who was who came into it from jazz, and his wife, Mike Nemiroff. It was Mike Nemiroff. Mike Nemiroff is the Conan of Can- Canadian comedy. Just a guy who's got what money a dope from life. Some, some other means. Still kind of weird about it. Still kind of weird about it. I remember Mike Nemiroff. We drove by his house and he went, don't be weird about it, but I live right there. And I was like, this is a sad state of affairs in Toronto real estate where you're pointing out just a reasonable house in in the annex. And I was like, whoa, walking distance from Bathurst subway station? I didn't realize I was about to drive to Merlin, Ontario with a king. Yeah, Merlin, Ontario is a real place, too. That's good stuff. By the way, only place I've ever seen this, sign it as you're driving into the town. No, we do not have a Tim Hortons. That's good stuff. Merlin, Ontario, yeah, why don't you paint yourself a drink? Cool. No, it's even, no, no, no it's even weirder. 100% had a Tim Hortons. There was a Tim really? Hortons like a minute past that not side. technically in Merlin, though. I bet you that's in... what it was. Bet you that's what it was. Ooh, during his reign... Uh, Conan, oh, I should mention what you said about the Kevin Sullivan thing. When Conan became the booker at AAA, first thing he did was give himself the title. So, Of course. Cool of course. Yeah. yeah. If Kevin Sullivan had been like any other booker, uh, do you understand who the, four, the third man in the NWO would have been? Welcome to Kevin Sullivan. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, I'm from Boston. I'm in the NWO. Yeah, yeah, you know, I uh, know... How about this? Wrestling, you can beat me, but who can eat more brats? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe Hulk Hogan's a better choice, but I'll me- can he name every starting lineup of the Boston Red Sox from the year 1976 only? Yeah. Uh, also, Conan, the way he won that AAA title was he pinned Pero Aguayo. It was a triple threat match. Pero Aguayo and his uh, wife. His wife decided to fuck Conan. Pero Aguayo passed out from shame. He fucked her on top of her, pinned both people. That's how it happened. That's how he yeah, wrote yeah, it yeah. in. How yeah, the, this? Then she decides to suck me off so much that she loves yeah. it. And, and then after that, win. someone someone gives me a Monte Cristo sandwich and her shakes my <laughs> You guys are sleeping at the ring, and I eat. I slow eat it with the microphone real close to my mouth so everyone can yeah, hear yeah, yeah. All the fan, All the fans, get, the fans have an opportunity to come in the ring and lick the spot where some sauce may have dropped. <laughs> I will not intentionally drop any sauce. Like, this is what I'm talking about. It's a perfect juxtaposition. Like Kevin Sullivan, this is... This is the craziest thing about wrestling. Do you want to know how you make a wrestling company successful? Just have the guy who's in charge of all creative decisions not be a clinically diagnosed 
super narcissist, just a regular narcissist, your company will make hundreds of millions of dollars. Or just have the guy who writes it also not be the star. Yeah, next to impossible. Every wrestler... Rather be dead. Every wrestling company is like the evolution of the Rambo movies, where the first one's fucking dope. And then the second one, you're like, okay, what are you I talking see about? There, uh, no. one here. And Wrestling then, is like the, the evolution of, of the Rambo companies. Every change they make is appropriate and, and makes good. sense. I just yeah. mean by the end of it, it's a 60-year-old man easily beating up like nine 20-year-olds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you just watch it from that perspective where it's like, wow, the first Rambo is really nuanced. The Obviously, the next ones in the 80s are dope. And then by the time it gets to like the 2000s Rambos, you're like, okay, I mean <laughs> – the sixty-year-old man would not kill all these people, but that's all wrestling. You, this is like Triple H. You know H how his, yeah. historically inaccurate. Um, Please say uh, what Rambo is. Rambo three turned out to be because in Rambo three, one man and his older friend conquer Afghanistan. Granted, they beat the Russian army and not the Afghanistan army, but that is the plot of that movie. By the way, the first three Rocky movies are the perfect allegory for. The 80s starts off with trying to reckon with all that America has done in the world to understand that ends with um, a scene, the song You're My Brother, while they murder literally a thousand trained military soldiers by himself with a knife. God you mean Rambo. Bless. Yeah, Rambo. Yeah, you said Rocky, so. Sorry. No, imagine how much better that would have been. Sorry. Yeah, if Rocky, at the end oh of Rocky, he's like, God. how about this? I'm going to murder everyone. That was my uh, Stallone. Uh, if Rocky 3 was just Rambo 3, but with Rocky, I that would be the greatest movie ever. <laughs> how about yeah. this? We'll switch them. Yeah, Rambo the is the NBA title, and Rocky has to go to Vietnam. I'm the world champion, and the only thing I'm going to do is go to Vietnam and be some PFWs. Adrian! Yeah, Adrian. So did you know this? Conan, so how about this? Because we're already about an hour in here. Let's stop before his NWO um, run, and then we'll pick Buddy, it up next week starting before he joins NWO. the Dungeon of Doom. By the way, fun fact about next week, you're going to learn about how Conan joins the, NW, the Dungeon of Doom, and they were like, oh, wait, we just debuted the NWO. This is no longer an organization of occultists. It's a street gang. Are you changing the members? No. And They're how does Kevin NWO. Sullivan dress... This, this promo's on YouTube. I don't know if you're going to post it, but how does Kevin I, Sullivan dress as the leader of a street gang? How does he dress? I, of course, have it already edited and will be posted. Uh, it, w- it will have been posted today. He dresses, um, if don't look at the promo, he literally dresses like John Travolta does in Staying uh, Alive, the sequel to Saturday Night Fever. He wears a uh, he wears a sweatband and a half shirt. And what's I'll the half this, shirt up? This is my favorite time in wrestling, which is we get a lot of suck. Shirt- it's it's his, it's a, a Monday Night Nitro shirt that he's clearly cut the collar off, the sleeves mm. of, and it's a little belly top. And mm. he looks like one of the goons in the movie Roadhouse. It is awesome. Yeah, he looks like he looks like um he looks like a girl in every porn I've seen in a locker room. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, um, I didn't know the men's locker room. I'm Kevin Sullivan. I book you to fuck me up my face. Up my face. Dylan, what's your favorite part of what's the best part of Conan in this time period? I'm gonna say, um, one of the most meteoric rises in wrestling. Slash knows where he's valued. He could have stayed in the WWF, and his rest of his career would have been fucked. But he was like, Nah, I ain't a bitch, so I ain't going to be where bitches are. 
Bye-bye. Yeah, this is truly, the first half is truly, you don't really realize it, because if we stop before the Dungeon of Doom, then it's like, this is Luchador Conan. Up until 96, this is Luchador Conan, where he has a mask, he loses the mask, gains popularity because he is jacked. I think the best thing is that he stops being Max Moon and has faith in his own, like, instead of, he basically makes it so the com- he's the comic kid not max moon so he leaves and that's a great idea uh, just have faith in your own talent don't do things from don't make decisions when it comes to your career uh from a place of weakness do it from a place of strength and that's exactly what conan did he believed in himself and you know what he ended up achieving it does help that um wcw had a money gun that they were just shooting willy-nilly and he also oh. could just go to AAA, make a ton of money. He probably already had the connection to ECW. Like, there's three legitimate places to make money. And ECW isn't, you're make, not making a lot of money, but it is a showcase. It's like a showcase. It's it's really if NXT was just its own promotion. Or, yeah. You know? Yeah, very. It's a very interesting point. What now? What what do you say is the worst part about Conan? Here's mine. I guarantee his tassels. Interesting. I'm going to say his chest hair. I guarantee was very smelly. <laughs> Those tassels, man. You see him in the Jake the Snake match, and he's just like he's fucking jacked, and he looks like fucking Kurt Angle when Kurt Angle first entered wrestling and was just on all the juice in the world. And that oh yeah, Sigma. great point. But. He has to abandon those for sure because he just kind of looks like a Mexican Steiner brother. And then he just is a dude who looks jacked with a bunch of tassels. And it's like, I remember watching Conan in 96, like watching those old matches made all these memories flood back where I literally thought this guy would be cool if he didn't look like a, just look like someone stapled a bunch of like stuff to a wall. Yeah, that's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically like, give me the ultimate warrior, more fabric, less care. Yeah, it's like, oh, you know how you put them around the biceps so your biceps look good? Let's just attach a bunch to your knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's what we're going to do. First up, you, I don't really know, Conan. You look like a present someone tried to open quickly. Can you look like a hippie's mom? That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I got wasted. I made pants. That's what it looks like. Have you thought about just throwing up in my own ass? What are you? And this about? wasn't in the research, but this is in uh, Bret Hart's own autobiography. Maybe one of the better things is he teaches the uh, sharpshooter to Bret Hart in the early '90s. This is the craziest thing, which is he teaches the sharpshooter to Bret Hart in the early '90s, giving Bret the perfect excuse for not clearly having just stolen it from Sting. Yes, which whatever. And then years later. I guarantee you know what would be an amazing podcast that I wish we had a lot of money would be Bret Hart and Conan doing a podcast and we just call it two joints in and they can only start when they're two. Oh my God. I kind of want to do that. I kind how much. Oh God. It would be such a fucking asshole dick. Fuck. It would be great. You have to give one of them Indica, one of them Sativa and you don't, you don't tell which one is which until you've already recorded. And then they have to talk about a comp. They have to talk about what they would like in a garden or something. Yeah. That's and from exactly that, right. I guarantee within five minutes, the discussion would end with... Cheating um, on your wife. Cheating on your wife. Within 30 
minutes of that podcast, it would go from like uh, that would be cool if they both interviewed a wrestler and then it was like Roman Reigns and then five minutes later they're just asking Roman Reigns why if he does cheat on his wife and if so why not if not why no. not first of all that's way too much of a personal question it would simply just be hey Roman why don't Reigns, you cheat you featuring about? weed with Conan exactly. and Bret Hart also why don't you explain to me. Uh, why uh, you don't let me cheat on my wife with your wife? That's what I guarantee. <laughs> you want to do. Like, that's what all of it is. Yeah. Also, sister podcast, Patreon only. What if our wives made out featuring Conan and Bret Hart? <laughs> this is presumptuous, by the way. I don't know if Conan's married, nor if he cheats. I don't know if Conan's married. If he is, he's definitely cheated on his wife. He seems broy enough to have cheated. Yeah. No he seems, che- like, seems like the you kind can of write guy this on my gravestone. Like- Champions cheat. Yeah, exactly. Which is why Dylan, very, very much faithful to his wife. <laughs> yeah, not a champion. John, when is the Untitled Trish stream? Uh, fucking Sunday to fucking Thursday at fucking 2 p.m. Pacific. Bitches, go check that out. Listen to my stand-up comedy broadcast. Please, if you can, subscribe to SiriusXM. It is the financial fucking windfall that's keeping Dylan and I alive while the pandemic mm. continues mm. to turn off stand-up comedy just in the moment where you think, maybe I will recover. No, yeah. go fuck yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to Patreon. We have a bunch of new shit episodes on the Mountie. Uh, there's a chatting episode that's coming out next week. Um, I don't know. We'll do a bunch of other shit because Canada's in lockdown, which means, baby, I got nothing but a wall in time. So thank you very much for donating. Yeah. Dylan um, will be relaunching Remarkable Teams, but he'll now be talking yeah, about gangbangs that and the history of gangbangs. Yeah, I'll just be it's I'll just be reviewing porns I like because I can't oh have time God. for the research. Dylan, why the fuck are we not doing the porno review and making no, a billion dollars? <laughs> Do you understand that our audience review. would not change? They would just be much bigger. Uh, we don't interview porn stars. We just fucking... We review their loads. Welcome to the load review. <laughs> we review male porn stars. Much like Conan's talk show, they don't get to talk. We just talk about how we would have done it better. <laughs> I'd have fucked her better. I would have. I would have fucked her, and then I would have also asked where they purchased that sofa. I need a new sofa. Yeah, I also would have. That's my one of my. I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard a rumor that all the pornos happen in Airbnbs, which is perfect. I mean, I that is true. Also, all of the pornos, if they're filmed in Los Angeles, happen in one neighborhood. And I was, I, I one time proposed a hike to a friend, and they were like, "Nah, you can't go there uh, weekdays because they're always just shooting porn in the woods." <laughs> <laughs> That's literally a thirteen-year-old's dream. They want to find magazines in the woods, but if someone was actually shooting porn, what he big uh, what's even better is there's a Starbucks by where all the porn offices are, and you can really tell if your friend's a creep if they suggest to go to that Starbucks. Because I'm it's going to the Starbucks now. It's around nothing. Like It's so inconvenient to get to, and there were two people that you wouldn't be surprised were way into porn who were like, let's meet at this Starbucks. I like it. And it was only like months later when someone was like, oh, man, there's the porno Starbucks. I was like, wait, what? And they explained, and I was like, oh, cool. I understand now. <laughs> Uh, what was it? Oh, at Dylan Gott on Twitter and Instagram, at the John Hastings uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok as well. Yeah, we're on TikTok. Me and John are posting stand-up clips all the time on TikTok. If you yeah. want to go there, follow yeah. us on every medium. You don't have to go on your phone that much. Just follow us. The number helps a bit. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We'll be back Fuck next you. week with Conan from the Dungeon Part. of Dylan. Until now, when he has no hips.
Carl Conan Part Poo. See you then. Fuck you. Pee pee poo poo caca. <laughs> <laughs>